Okay, I bought all stuff for me. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no gifts this evening. Hey, my shopping's done. You're welcome, Jeff Bezos. Oh my God. No, sorry. I, I, I haven't used Amazon. I got worried for a second. I haven't yet, but I think I. Listen, I don't know. Oh, Lord. I yeah. hate myself. There's only so many. Sometimes in the conquest of being for certain social justice things, there comes <laughs> a, time. a time where you have to draw a line, and two-day free shipping is apparently my line. I guess. I, uh, I $300 in your cart, $5.99 shipping. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say. The podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And we sound weird again because... This listener is episode. Number two. Number two. So hopefully this sounds okay. I'll work my magic again. We'll figure it out. Uh, and this time we've got... who? Do, who's here? Who's here today? It, go ahead. Go for yeah, it. so technically I guess you're, you're worth three sisters. <laughs> oh, tonight. that's three sisters. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. So I'm I'm the third sister, but technically the first sister. The, that's the eldest. Right, yeah. Uh, so I'm Brianna, the older sister. So we went backwards. Past her prime. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> stop! I'm sorry. Oh, somebody come get her. Really? <laughs> I, um, I made a mean comment at Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're not past your prime. We're, we're all like, yeah, we're, we're, we're very close <laughs> in age, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm the older sister. So, which we've mentioned her a lot, I think, because a lot of the trips that we've taken up until this point have been with our, with you. (laughs) I was going to say with our siblings. Has Brian gone on any? We haven't had Ashmore. Oh, Ashmore. Yeah. Yeah, Brian was Mm -hmm. the one that kind of, because his friend was the one that got us to go to Ashmore. Yeah. I didn't go on that one. I haven't been to Ashmore. It was wild. It was wild. (laughs) I want to go again eventually. We'll get him on here one time. I'm I'm sure he's got something. Maybe. Maybe. Tell, I don't know. I feel like he does. <laughs> he might. Okay, so yeah, it's a listener episode, so there's no uh, intro this time, obviously. Uh, but we do still have wine. Yes. We do have yes. wine. Yes. And since there's no theme, it's really not a pairing. I grabbed a bottle of wine sitting on my shelf. I see it's that a, it's a sale. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you laugh at it. I'm not laughing. That's, that's smart. Uh, yeah, I hit up the Crozier because they had a bunch of wine on sale. And I don't even, I was trying to find like the actual price. It usually puts it on the thing and it's not it was four dollars and 99 cents so i didn't really care what it was i said one of this i'll take a red and a pink and a white and oh I'm did just, you really oh, yes i did okay I believe <laughs> so this one is uh-oh is that french help <laughs> gascon i know it's like i want to say gaston it's gaston <laughs> it's don miguel gascon malbec Sounds from great. mendoza argentina oh not well it is a 2017. When do we get vintage? I I feel like this is the $5 bottle of wine. It's three years old. (laughs) Okay. It says Don Miguel Gascon, founded in 1884, is the oldest continually operating winery in Mendoza and has long been a cornerstone of Argentine Malbec. This smooth wine is rich with dark fruit notes of plum and blueberry. With a hint of spicy chocolate. Ooh. The luscious fruit showcases why Malbec is Argentina's favorite grape. 
It's terrific with foods off the grill and while you cook. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, and while you get that ready, it's it's actually funny. I was listening to uh, Wine and Crime today. I'll go ahead and say them again anyway because I love that podcast. And it's just... You can get to opening it. Get to oh, prepping. Oh. <laughs> Does our guest want to do the art? Oh, that's true. While, while, while <laughs> press the ball. But I was listening to Wine and Crime today, and I feel like I tell Megan all the time, like, it's weird. Like, I'm only a year behind on their episodes now, but oh it's it's almost like every episode I listen to ends up being relevant somehow. And just today, I'm on episode, I think, 136. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, I can't remember what it is. But the point is, they have a wine from Argentina, Mendoza specifically, and they talked about how it's the oldest growing region. I was like, oh, like, again, what, what goodness. Are yeah, so, okay, so we're gonna... It's a pop. It's a cork, yes. We are prepared. Yes. Ready? Yes. Oh. Okay. What? And now cool. the longest cork. Oh. Ah. Gentle. Oh, that gentle pop. <laughs> how does it smell? Yeah. That was such... Oh, it just, I can't even. Now, okay, I'm not, I don't, I just drink wine. I don't really look deep into the different types of wine. What temperature should you enjoy a Malbec at? Is Malbec is room temperature. Okay. Yeah, like usually usually if it's spicier and drier, it's going to be room temp. So like Merlot's, Malbec's, um, Sauvignon. Six ounce pour for you. (laughs) That's what I assumed it was a... Room temp wine. Yeah. So reds almost always are, unless it's like a red blend, then you could probably chill it. Mmm. That, that smells really full. Is that, can I say that? It's very yeah. fruit forward on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We've got a friend who took a, basically a wine tasting class and was like, I need to teach you guys. Oh, right, help. <laughs> yeah, please. Just all silently. Well, is it a good on the palate? I know. I should have got a little aerator thing. Hmm. I like Malbecs, okay? I'll I know you start do. I know you do. With them. So I know you're not a red wine person normally. I don't know about Brianna. How do you oh, feel? Very much so. Okay, yeah. good. Definitely I'm a baby. Little, that makes two of us. I'm like regressed. I started liking uh, Merlot's actually were my favorite. And now I'm like... I'll take a Pinot Grigio, please. Actually, I really like Rieslings, <laughs> if we're being honest. They're, they can get really sweet, though. There are some really sweet ones. This is just so mellow. I don't know. It smells really full, mm-hmm. full-bodied, but when you taste it, it's really... Like it's well-balanced. Yes. It's very yes. well-balanced. I can't... That's it. It's not hitting one part of the tongue more than the other. I think it's just a smooth... No, it's got no. the fruit on the front of the tongue, The lingering is definitely the smokiness. And with the, the tannins. You get the yeah. tannins as it goes toward the back of the tongue. But the the front of the tongue is definitely the fruit. You get you get more of the, the sweet, the fruit is on the front. And as it goes back, you get the... It's definitely a semi-dry at it's best. Say, it's yes. not that yeah. kind of tart it's not, where you... It's not dry by... Like, I hate dry wines, and this isn't... I Semi-dry is probably accurate. This is very good. For $5... Well, hey, now, originally, not I don't know how much it costs. It's probably, I'd say, at that nine ninety nine spot, if I had to guess. Right. Somewhere around there, I probably got it half off. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'd buy it again. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's very good. Yeah. I Wonderful. I do, okay, for reds, I do like it. I'll say that. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. 
See, when yeah. you dark chocolate, it would pair very well with dark. If Where's the Reese's pumpkin? Dark, <laughs> I, I always have Reese's in this house. Milk. I have Reese's in this house. Third dark chocolate. Yeah, I have Reese's. They're just little mini Reese's cups this time, so they'll hit different and like not in a good way. The chocolate to peanut butter ratio is not there. <laughs> you know what would go great? Those little Brookside, the dark oh, chocolate blueberries. Like the dark oh, acai. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would hit. That yeah. would. Actually, that would. Missed opportunity. No, <laughs> so if you grab this bottle of wine, stop by, grab the Brookside dark chocolate covered blueberries. It's probably right there at the checkout. Probably. I guess. <laughs> Tis the season. Treat Indeed. yourself. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough about the wine. I guess. Yeah, go get it. Okay. So we did. We so we have Brianna here to talk about some of her stories, but we actually did have another submission from. One of our listeners, Jess, and it's a two-parter, so I think what we're going to do is I'm going to read the first part, and then we're going to have Megan read the second part. Mm-hmm. So, and I this is actually... It's two haunted house stories. Yeah, right? two so haunted house stories. Two where, separate haunted houses. Which it makes you wonder, just, is it the house or the person? But we'll find out. Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's one common denominator here, and it's not the houses. Um, yeah, so, and I will be completely honest, this is going to be... I'm. This is a dry run for me. I This is the first time I'm seeing it as well, so we're all going to be surprised and delighted. Are we all ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. My family and I have experienced paranormal activity for my whole life, whether it was at home or out spooking and trying to make contact. I just want to... She put spooking in uh, quotations, and this is just a little side that I think it's funny. Everyone around here... I was so nervous because I feel like someone... I said... I wanted to say ghost hunting. I was like, we go spooking and they totally knew what i was talking about but some people like the f is that but yeah could be a regional thing yeah 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 indiana Terre Haute's weird anyway (laughs) um and then it goes on to say i will say some of the more interesting stories started approximately four to five years ago i lived with my oldest daughter and my parents she had what i initially believed to be a healthy imagination uh she (laughs) i don't know why that's funny (laughs) initially it was all right Uh, She would come to me and tell me about the fairies who lived in our kitchen cabinets and her little friends who played with her in her room. After a few weeks, I started to notice that things around the house were being moved. The kiddo denied it and blamed it all on the witch who lived in the attic. I don't like that. (laughs) Don't like that at all. Um, Again, I didn't think too much about it and chalked it up to mom brain while sternly telling the witch it wasn't nice to move things around. It was then that things started to get complicated. I had worked an overnight shift and came home around 6 a.m. and immediately got in bed. As soon as I closed my eyes, it felt as if someone was leaning over me, watching me. I was terrified, but because my daughter was also in the house, I made myself open my eyes and look around the room. I didn't see anything and told whatever was there to go away and told them they were not welcome in the house. The tension immediately left the room and I started to settle back down when my daughter came into my room. She whispered, I don't, just kids whispering, that's scary. You know, that's <laughs> what she whispered. I, a little side note, I was the worst about it. I'm pretty oh, sure God. I gave mom so many gray hairs. I'd get right in her face and go, mom, mom. <laughs> and then I'd get louder. And then if she wouldn't answer, but I would just sleep at the foot of their bed or I'd like sleep on the edge. And so she'd wake up, she'd go to get out of bed like, Jesus Christ. And I'd be laying there like, mom. Oh my <laughs> God. I was that kid. No, I would do that too. Um, 
Except Brian probably scared the most crap out of them with his night terrors. Lord. See, Cadence did the, made the mistake of uh, my our daughter. She did that one night. Shout out to Katie. She'll be listening to this. Oh, and yeah. excited. <laughs> hey, what's up? But uh, she did that one night, too. Slept at the foot of the bed, and my husband didn't know that she was there and assumed that it was the dog that had gotten on the bed. Yeet. She was gone. <laughs> awake and heard the, the the kick and then the the thud and then eh. <laughs> how old was she probably two four <laughs> she went right back to sleep on the floor though i mean oh, it was fine well, she could literally sleep through anything she really can bless her heart <laughs> okay shoot where were we <laughs> whispering children, whispering children. <laughs> bless them uh she whispered mommy can i sleep with you Oh man, sorry guys, I ran ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She, was, she whispered, um, Mommy, can I sleep with you? I can't sleep with him looking at me like that. Oh. <laughs> I'm teary eyed, I don't like it. <laughs> um, uh, when I asked her who was looking at her, she said, Frank. After the night, Frank and her were inseparable. If I made her food, it had to be what Frank would like to eat, even if she previously did not like it or something she previously loved but now refused to eat because Frank hated it. She held his hand while walking around, stopped engaging in activities she liked, and began refusing baths while previously the bath was her favorite place. I tried to talk with her about what Frank looked like or where he came from, but she would only tell me, Frank doesn't like it when you talk about him, Mommy. You better stop. This is... Okay, all right. (laughs) I did a small blessing and told whatever was in my home they were no longer welcome and had to leave. After repeating this for three nights, my little came to me crying that Frank was gone and she couldn't find him. And within a few days, she was completely back to her normal self. Loved long baths, began requesting her favorite foods once more. Uh, My parents ended up moving away from the house and things only escalated after that. I started to hear footsteps in the living room while no one was in there, as if you were pacing back and forth. Uh, Her toys would go off without anyone interacting with them. Letters were carved... What? Letters were carved into her TV and mirror. Oh, what? And then in parentheses, small lettering and in much better handwriting than she was capable of. Uh, And we found scratches in the living room wall after I started doing some remodeling. We did not have any animals. I even had two individual friends tell me that they either saw an apparition of a little girl with red hair or heard a small child. This friend was in one of the bedrooms changing and heard a knock on the door and a little girl say, Mommy. She told the little girl that she would be out in a minute, but when she came out, no one was in the house and she realized we had already left for the store. We also had experiences with lights turning themselves on, flashlights and room lights, and hearing growls or whispers and vivid nightmares. Oh. Don't like that. <clears throat> so that is part one. So we can digest for a moment. Thoughts, comments, concerns? No thanks. <laughs> Lots of concerns. <laughs> but several concerns. Uh, I, I don't even know where to... Well, with kids, it's hard. It's I mean, especially is. when kids are involved, um, because you do have to draw that line between active imagination mm-hmm. and what have they seen on TV or what have they heard or right. Right, because I feel like the whole imaginary friend thing is something that it's almost like a child trope. Like every kid has imaginary friends, but it's also been like glorified in the media. I think that in movies, in whatever that. You're supposed to be scared of um, 
what did I just say? Imaginary, imaginary friend? friends. Like that's it's like the creepy thing now. So I'm wondering if it's more like a so not a social construct, but you know what I mean, fed well, by media. And general from a generational standpoint, and I mean gonna like age myself slightly here, but like the the imaginary friend movie of our time was Drop Dead Fred. And You know, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh man, such a <laughs> come on, shortcake. I'm sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> I no, think I oh, it's either. okay. Yeah. So, well, for you elder millennials out there, like, look, first of all, I saw a TikTok today that the elder <laughs> millennial, because you know, millennials are taking over to uh, taking over TikTok, Absolutely. have taken over TikTok. Absolutely, sorry about you, Gen Z. Um, can we claim Rafiki as like our mascot of the elder millennials for any of you that are you know in that late '80s, mid '80s range? Like, let's take that for our own. I'm fine. With, wait, so what do we get? Because we're I don't care. We're what early '90s. Yeah, whatever. Teenage Simba. um but in any case drop dead fred like it was it was a thing it was a great movie um and really kind of not emboldened i don't (sighs) i know i'm so awful with words um not not even glorified it just uh amplified fetishized <laughs> no, well closer but yeah. uh, you know you, you kind of embrace the idea of having an imaginary friend from that mm-hmm. movie if you didn't after that movie you definitely did mm-hmm. um, had someone wandering around calling you snot face or shortcake in your head and it was fine and what was the other movie the guy that had the big nose that was part oh, of the circus uh, Donnie Darko no, no 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 it was a little I think it was a little Girl, well, that's that, a rabbit. No, oh, I know what I you're talking know about. What you're talking that, about. It was and, the circus. Yes, and that was her imaginary is friend. Why is it Donnie Darko? Is it that same kind of feeling though? Like, are you picking up what I'm throwing down? His parents. No. Or maybe it was a little boy. His Not parents had died. His parents yeah. definitely died, and he had to go move, move in with an aunt. And he had like a huge nose and long hair. Did he yeah. have eyes? Because he drew it. He like drew on the, him on the plane it, or something. You're, yeah. Yeah, he like yes, yes, he drew him, and then his oh, oh no, what is that? You guys are oh, come for it's us, he's I know. really t- I know who you're talking. It's actual yep. dude. It's an actual guy. Yes, and it's real sad when he goes. And he had a very, a very. Fr- it was French. He was French. Yes. You're right. Oh gosh, oh. I'm looking it up right now because I can't go on. Right, but from a generational standpoint, our movies were they encouraged? That's it really encouraged the idea of using your imagination, have an imaginary friend. This generation doesn't have that, and they've named this generation. Oh my gosh, by the way. it what has it? Whoopi Goldberg in it. Everybody. Yes, she's the social worker. Bogus. 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 Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if you want to see it, it's back to me now. There. Yeah, bogus. Yeah, see, dropped it. Fred's recommended. Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah. yeah. Little, little child. Yes, absolutely. And Drop Dead Fred. Great. Two great movies, but they really encourage the imaginary friend trope, if you will. Um, they've named the new generation of children, by the way, 2010 and after Generation Gen Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they, I know, right? Well, yeah. Well, they have technology now they don't need imaginary friends they've got all of these toys that are smart toys that are ai that are the imaginary friend i was gonna say they may not need imaginary friends because they have all this technology now but i feel like it fuels a fire for like intense imaginary friends and imaginary scenarios because they're depending on the parent they're open to a lot more than we were they can see a lot more there's the internet there's youtube there's tiktok there's all these things um and I feel like that fuels a fire for 
bringing it full circle, a more creative imagination, more intense imagination, I think. I don't know. To me. Maybe your listeners can chime in and see what they think if it... You could almost argue that it'd be the opposite. That it almost makes them... Desensitizing. Doll is kind of a mean word, but it's almost like they don't... To have an original thought would be hard, I think, to come up with something that of your own imagination like because right. you have so much at your disposal I feel like it would to me do the opposite of you know instead of creating things no I guess no I, I, I am I, devil's advocate at this point because I can see it both no ways, I, so. I see what you're saying I guess I'm just saying in my mind it's like they're exposed to more fuel for the fire if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess then my concern would just be that content is already created. There's very little content that they're required to create from their own mind that isn't programmed, pre-programmed yeah. yep. content. Yep, that's what I'm Times are weird. Times are crazy, y'all. They are. <laughs> wow, what a segue. I know. Oh, we just a segue. <laughs> so that was part one. Haunted uh, house. That was the first haunted house. I think Megan's going to go ahead and read this next section. So uh, this is the move to house number two. All right. I see it. Okay, here we go. Same listener. This is still Jess' story, her second house. It says, When we moved out of the house and into our new home, there was absolutely no activity, and the house felt empty. Until approximately 11 months ago. Hey, 2020 is what she put in. Oh, my God. 2020 is an absolute nightmare. Mm. The activity started small with thinking we hear whispers, footsteps on the stairs or in the living room, things falling over that were otherwise stable, or hearing knocking in other rooms. It also escalated to doors opening by themselves, my youngest toys going off by themselves in a different room, and multiple spirit box sessions with spirits seeming to take credit for those actions i.e. look, door, open, and then the closet door will be open, or it would say playing, and her toy will start singing, come play with me. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and actually, I believe, I don't know if she mentions it in there, but I think it's Ghost Tube again. Ghost Tube, yeah. Um, I'm telling you all, like... I completely understand if you guys don't believe it because it's a phone app and it does like I'm still at times skeptical but there's just too many coincidences at this point Mm -hmm. well my question with GhostTube is can you completely shut off internet access and it still operate have no no internet no like airplane signal yes um I'm not gonna actually run it right now but I'm just gonna see uh say I know it works off of wi-fi because when we're out in the middle of east Jesus nowhere we see this I'm gonna open Ghost Tube. Calibrating. I mean, it says listening. Hmm. But will it say anything? Yeah, I'm just leave it up while we sit here and see. I mean, if it does say something, I'll say now. I think my house is fine. Uh, I feel nothing here. But um, just like it has a lot of coincidences, I think it also is just grasping at whatever energy is around. So it does say some random things. It will probably say. Um, it'll probably say drowned. It'll probably say, like, some of its calibrating words, if you will. You can tell when it goes to stock just, like, trying to find something. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just curious about, like, the, um... The volume is up, and it's and it's loud, so oh, <laughs> if okay. it goes off, you might jump. Yeah. Um, I was more curious about, like, the permissions that it uses if it relies on your microphone, if it relies on your camera... Um, well, I'll let you continue reading her story, um, and we'll see kind of 
I'll formulate yeah. some thoughts on this. Okay. All right. So we left at Spirit Box saying things and actually like taking um, ownership of things that it did. It would say something and then it would do something. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. we left off. Um, on two separate occasions, I have invited the spirit to touch me to let me know someone was there. Man, I'm like, <laughs> okay, it, you do you, I guess. Right. I just don't think I could go that extra step. Right. One time it said arm and I felt a burning on my wrist. It stopped when I asked it to and there was no mark. During these sessions, sometimes the spirit will just seem to narrate what is happening from the day. Um, and then parentheses, I'll say hello and they'll say, writing, working, because I'm working from home, or daughter, argue, and we argued that day. Other times they will answer questions like, what's your name, Tyler or Walter? And still other times they will say things to try and scare us, although I'm not afraid. I'm sure this is what they're trying to do. They'll say things like man, blood, evil, run away, leave, beware, etc. Yeah, see, those are, we haven't gotten any of those. And no. like I said, some of them, we'll, okay, mm-hmm. we'll get like, get out or leave me alone. We yeah, have we get leave me that. alone a bit. So I have been able to have conversations with the same spirit multiple times as they usually signify their presence with a specific word or announcing their name. The newest activity has been finding scratches in our living room wall again. Although they're not as deep as the old house, it does make me wonder if someone followed us to the new house or if we are somehow attracting spirits to us wherever we go and what they could want from us. Hmm. So, well, and she's, how, did she mention how long she lived in that first house? I Uh, don't believe so. She said it was like, Wait, did she say like four or five years ago? So that would be like... Is when the the story start the most interesting of the story start happening. Oh, so. so And then they just move. She's been here only 11, like 11 months. months at so this point. So Three years, four years? At least, yeah. So it sounds like the beginnings of something else. I mean, to me, it sounds like something has attached itself. And that's usually the case. Like the chances of finding multiple houses with activity like that... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. But especially with it still being like the scratches and the continuity, knowing that there's a daughter and all that jazz. Like to me, it sounds like it's attached to something. Yeah. And with Ghost Tube, I'm going to, the more Sister. we use. There it is. It's really good about that. <laughs> I don't know if you all heard it. Because I was actually just about to say my Don't Ghost like Tube that. There, no. <laughs> so here, there you go. You all heard it, hopefully. Um, the volume is all the way up. So what it just said was... Don't si- like that at all. <laughs> no. What it just said was sister. Now, has my phone said sister before? I actually don't know. It's hard to tell because we've used Ghost Tube with a couple different uh, devices. But mine... He, this is a perfect example of like... Could it just be a stock thing where it's like taking energy in the room and just spouting out whatever? Yes. Is there also the fact that this is our second listener episode that we happen to have our sister on here for the first time, and that's the first word it said? I don't uh, know. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten that almost every time we use it together. We've gotten sister. I am looking now. Not from ours, but Cody... Actually, I did get it on the 28th. That was just two days ago. Yes. Oh, that's That'll come right. later. We'll talk That'll about come that later. later. Um... <laughs> 
But, yeah, it just said sister. And, again, could it be a whole lot of nothing? Of course. Like, everything could be a whole lot of nothing. But... Now, she talks about the ghost tube, how she knows it's the same spirit because it has identifiers. It'll even give names and stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've also experienced that. Right. I feel like someone has taken a liking to our friend. Yeah. And Uh, actually... (laughs) Yeah. And that'll come in later episodes. But mine has been running this whole time, and it just said one word after this whole time. Mine is not active. That also makes me think... Because our friend Cody, who was on for the first listener episode, his, when he opens his app, it's just like pinging left and right. Like it can't keep up with all the words that it says. And my guess is Cody, I don't want to sound weird and cheesy and y'all can roll your eyes through your speakers for all I care. But it's like, why is there such a stark difference between mine and his? And his constantly is like disrespectful. Uh... He instigates me a lot. lot. He instigates well, a lot, and his gets a lot of activity. I am always super respectful, and anytime it says anything upsetting, I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, I did not mean <laughs> that. And then it'll be like, love, goodbye. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> well, and to be fair on that note, I live in a house that's over, well, at this point, it's 170 years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, and there's a good reason that while you were there, I did not let you get out the Ouija board, did not even allow my husband to know that thing was in the house. And the one time that it was out in the house, boy, did I get the holy water out so fast. She really blessed did. that she, thing. Yep. Um, because I think there comes a point where you, and you open yourself to it, you invite things in and then you can kind of play your cards safe. Like, if you don't think that I'm going to bless myself before I walk into my 170-year-old house. Y'all, there were things going on in Indiana in 1850. And I live... We talked about that, I think. (laughs) Right. Right. Which episode? Oh, the plantation. Plantation. And uh, I live in an old Victorian house that has servant stairs. Like, I'm not trying to invite anything into that house. Now, granted, the house feels clean. It always has, except for the basement. But there's a ton of water in my basement, and there's a ton of salt in my basement. Who knows? And a lot of exposed metal piping. Who knows what the feeling in my basement is? Basement is. It's also very claustrophobic down there. No, thank you. And it's I've never it's been. a I haven't either. It is a completely unfinished like dirt maze. So it was like, like Grandma Evelyn. Yes. Yeah. Like it, when it flooded and the stairs floated to the top. Oh, yeah, it doesn't yikes. get quite that much water down there, but it. I mean, it's a wet I basement. About that. Ooh. That terrifying picture of concrete steps that yep. floated. Well, they're not concrete. Well, they're wood. they were. So yeah. to give you an idea to oh, get into right. my basement, uh, if you have to, I mean, when you go through the door that is much smaller, like narrower than a normal door, you have to make an immediate nine or well, I guess it would be what? 45. I mean, so if that's a 90 degree turn, the next would be 180, 180 like oh, wow. an immediate 180 turn. And then you have to go down the stairs backwards ducking because of how short the passage is to get I down into the basement. I would rather perish. No right. <laughs> like, I don't go down there for several reasons, but more so, like I said, to me, if, if you completely open yourself, like having the ghost tube, ghost tube app open. Do you open, mind me having it open right now? I don't. Like I said, I'll just bless the... Uh, oh. <laughs> what did it just say? It said, help me. I, oh man, is it because we say help all the time? I know. I so, so I know it is creepy. I personally, mine is so inactive, and it's 
That took how long? That took, I mean, I've got it time. It took a couple of minutes. Right. Yeah. It, no, I'd I don't say realistically two language. or three minutes probably. Yeah. That took uh, five minutes for it to say. So I, there is not a lot of energy in here. We're also not engaging with it. Right. And yeah. that's what I mean. It's, it's a silly app. I'm going to go ahead and close it now. Um, but it, it engages when you want to engage with it. I, th- I think there is some validity to it, whether you guys believe it or not. So I, yeah. I will stand by that. Well, and uh, what's the the power of uh, power of suggestion? Power of suggestion, mm-hmm. I think, is very powerful, and not diminishing anything that anyone has experienced. Which, and I actually meant to say that earlier. It's Ghost Tube almost feels very fortune cookie y, where you could, or like horoscope in the newspaper, that you could make it fit any mold because it's so vague. And this mm-hmm. especially because you only have like single words to go off of, sometimes phrases, but. Again, with the mm-hmm. really pointed coincidences, like... I like, know. there was one... We missed this in the Boone Hutchinson episode where... Oh, right. Um, a lot <laughs> happened with that. It was... That was probably the most intelligent it's ever been. Absolutely, was in the yeah. cemetery. And we didn't mention this, and Cody had reminded us, and I don't know how we forgot it, but he told it... I mean word for word it was verbatim he said show yourself and it immediately said show, show yourself, yourself. <laughs> yeah and he said Ugh. there was no hesitation <laughs> it was like it would be like show yourself show yourself like there was no gap in between. well like when he said where are you at jessica and it said jennifer, jennifer. immediately corrected i don't crap like, myself oh during my that. god <laughs> like that's what i was when i saw at Miram is the first place I saw Ghost Tube. I said, it's an app on your phone. Yeah, because they then... said they had this spirit box and we were all excited. And then there's a laptop. There's a connect from basically an Xbox. There's two phones. I was like, okay. Well, and that's what kind of started us down uh, downloading the app and looking into it, I think. Because when we walked into Miram and it said Ashley's name. And then it said, where's Ashley? When she walked out. And then it said my name. I'm like, did they hear us talking and like... Did they program it? There's no way yeah, to I've program used, this Yeah, I've used GhostTube a number of times now. There's no way to teach it. Mm-hmm. It just does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this elder millennial here relied on more primitive methods of spooking, if you will. Right. Uh, so, we're, yeah, we're going to go into yours now. Thank you, Jess. Like, that was creepy <laughs> stories. Yeah, I want to uh, thank Thanks you for, for the submission. Thanks for that nightmare fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah, and again, I guess I'm kind of... <sighs> I play the the role, I guess, of the skeptic more often than not. But uh, the how do I want to phrase this? Um, I, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about a few of the stories that you guys have already covered with me in them. Um, things that you weren't able to get to mm-hmm. um, that are are kind of why I don't really mess with things like Ghost Tube. Why? Okay. Well, so there's a four-year difference between us right yeah four year. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's not a huge difference but i think in the time frames that we were going like when we were 13 you were 17 that's a big difference and i feel like you probably noticed things and remember things that definitely went over our head or we weren't paying attention because i've always thought that like it's it's a very different perspective mm-hmm. right well one of the things that you didn't get to cover um about okie was kind of the aftermath mm-hmm. um of when we were staying in the grissom inn uh on the air force base there um we all got back after okie pinoki and we're kind of 
I, I kind of made it like a documentary for my folklore class yes. so that I could, we all sat down before we went out there because there was this really cool conference room there and recorded our impressions of what we thought we were going to find when we went out there. And then when we got back, the next day we recorded our thoughts, but the first thing that we did when we got back was kind of an assessment of ourselves. And then I, why me? I don't know, but I ended up with handprints on me. I had the one on my back mm -hmm. on my side, and then I had one on my arm, pretty clear, visible, bright red, very large handprint impressions. And I have pictures of them somewhere. I don't I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. If we had pictures. I know. I know. I know. Or the EVP that Yeah. The which EVP from Oh, I guess uh didn't we do one at Okie I thought we had I don't remember. I know that we quit we quit pretty quickly with video and with pictures out at Okie because it was, it was actively so snowing. Yeah, it was really and dark. And so as we were taking the photos, everything looked like an orb because of the snow in the sky and I was mm -hmm. like, Well this is useless. We're not gonna see anything. Yeah. But then the other thing that just completely freaked me out at Okie was we went to the Historics Museum, the mm -hmm. Peru County Historic Society or County Museum or whatever. First of all, this place is insanely creepy in and of itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it is the circus capital of the world, they had all of the, well, they had all of the sideshow and I mean, it's you're not supposed to say now this the sideshow freaks or whatever that right. you wanted to call it. they had like fetuses of a two-headed pig there that you could oh. see and like these stuffed animals and pictures of they were really troubling to look at as you're walking through this museum and the way that it was set up the hallways were probably 10 feet wide. I mean, they were extremely wide yeah. uh, with glass cases down either side of them. And the building, and this is important, was not temperature controlled in the slightest. There was no, there was no heat central going. Air. There was no central air going. Um, it was just ambient temperature in there. And during that time, we were filming as we were walking through there and taking pictures. And I am totally going to date myself here saying this, but my, my friend Glenn that was with us was walking several feet behind me and I was walking in front of him and I had a Von Dutch trucker hat on. <laughs> I was looking fly. It's, it's no Ed Hardy, but right. Look at the time, just saying. In any case, um, my hat flew off my head backward as though something grabbed the, the brim of my hat. I was wearing it forward, important distinction, yeah. uh, <laughs> flat bill, and it was pulled off my head. So that was about it for me at Okie Pinokie. Like I, being physically touched several times, like when you go through, try to be respectful of things, like that was a lot. And then I feel like I blocked the museum. I really don't have. I remember the museum because no, like there were the glass cases on either side, and then wasn't there a display in the middle? Yeah, that you kind of walked around, and I feel like there was a chair. Like, wasn't there a chair, a chair. in there that was rocking on its own again yep. with no air happening? What we have to go back. I literally cool, have man. I don't know how you don't recollect. Also, I feel like what if it took a liking to you because you were the quote instigator here because it was your class and your. Yeah. Investigation. And I mean, it was, the, the people were interesting. We went to a pancake. <laughs> 
pancake breakfast at the VFW mm-hmm. because I thought I that, that or maybe it was the American Legion, but either I way, American Legion, but I was I never like, get a person who feeds me, right? Because <laughs> I figured if we wanted to meet locals uh, to figure out their stories, that was the best way. And I mean, they all kind of thought we were nuts, but yeah. they were like, "Oh yeah, just don't take a Ouija board out there." And I'm like, "Man, I wish we could have found a Ouija board before we got out here." Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause we had stopped cause we didn't hear about that story until we were actively on our way out to Okie Pinocchie. Yeah. And then we stopped at uh, Barnes, B- Barnes and Noble. Noble in Plainfield trying to find that. one. Oh gosh. That means I ended up working. That's why it was so familiar. Guys, I worked in Plainfield for a little while, and I worked right behind me was that Barnes and Noble. And yeah. I always thought that that shopping center seemed Metropolis. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I would go to that Barnes and Noble after some shifts at, I worked at Panera Bread. I don't work there now, so I don't care, but. Um. but yeah. So, I mean, th- those were the, the two things about Okie Pinocchie, the kind of the aftermath of it that you guys didn't have a chance to cover because of Grissomen, which Grissomen was strange in and of itself. But it kind of brings me to the story that I wanted to tell, and it's places that as you start to look at them, absolutely no one says that they're haunted, but you yourself have had haunted experiences mm-hmm. at. Um, Someone's got to start. Oh, terrible so. grammar. At, at which you have had haunted experiences there. Oh, Ooh, there saved <laughs> it. I Don't at me, grammar Nazis. I, uh, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. I'm not even drunk in the slightest. But I'm pouring another glass. Well, uh, I, you that. guys just get to sit back and enjoy because I took a page out of your book this evening and I have a little bit of history for you oh, on good. tonight's oh, location. Time for a <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> prepared. Yep. So, uh, I, for those of you that are from anywhere in the Midwest, you'll take note that Park County, Indiana is the covered bridge capital of the, the world. world. Can't say it enough. We've said it so many times. <laughs> we have, we got to take that one Right, you gotta take got. what you can get. Um, but the most people only go there for the Park County Covered Bridge Festival, which is generally the second weekend in October. And Bridgeton, which is a town of pff, nobody, yeah. sees millions of visitors during this two week long event. Uh, and that is really the only experience that people get of Bridgeton. Well, when uh, our older brother Brian and I were younger, we used to go out to Bridgeton to help a family that we knew set up their booth for Bridgeton. And so we would be out there weeks in advance of this festival when no one was out there. And so I wanted to give you a little bit of background on the town of Bridgeton because I actually learned some really interesting things that I did not know. All right. Um, so in Around 1823, Cockwood and Sillman, those are actual names, Sillyman, 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 Cockwood and Sillyman, they built the first mill in the location that would develop a bad reputation and Bridgeton used to be known as the Sodom on Big Raccoon Creek. Goodness what gracious. It's <laughs> like Terre Haute being Sin, Sin City. City. We had Sin world? City and then just up Big Raccoon Creek, Sodom. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah, because of all of the drunken bar fights that would occur because okay. there was a saloon there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so later in an attempt to change the town's reputation, they renamed it Bridgeton after the bridge. Pointedly. Yes, yes. Uh, but the first bridge that was built there was, uh, it was 
of an open design with wooden rails and piers. And while crossing the first bridge, Owen Wimmer and his family were dropped into the mill pond along with their wagon and team and the bridge fell in. Oh, yeah, so first bridge, not so successful. <laughs> yeah, disaster. <laughs> Uh, a second bridge of similar construction was erected at the same site. Oh my God. Yeah. The same. Insanity. Well, uh, unfortunately, this bridge fell in also just no after J.H. Kerr had driven cattle across it. God. Whoops, a daisies. <laughs> Uh, the covered Third time's a charm. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, we're getting there. The covered bridge was then built in 1868 at the same location, just above the mill dam, with the abutments attached to the dam structure. Uh, so that is not the bridge that's there now, because unfortunately, in 2005, some filthy oh, arsonist yeah. burnt down that bridge. But this is the bridge that I will be discussing because this is. I had to have been like ten. 12, maybe, when this occurred. We were young. Um, and so I'm, I say it was late at night when this occurred. Yeah. It was October. It was probably 8 o'clock in the evening, y'all. Right. Like, the times there are changing. Like, mm-hmm. But so we would go out, and the, the uh, mother and father of the family would be setting up their booth for the bridge festival. And we would go out to this bridge. It's a pretty lengthy bridge. Oh, it's yeah. a big bridge. Um, and it's, you know, your typical covered bridge. If you've never seen one, it's wooden covered bridge. But this yes. is the crown jewel. This <laughs> is the crown jewel of Park County. Um, and so, Bridgeton late at night is creepy anyway with no one there. It's, I can feel that. Yeah, think like... Old saloon town is what it looks like. I mean, you've kind of got this feeling of old western movie set. It's like Red Dead again. I love that game. It's like Red Dead Redemption, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I mean, the road, I suppose you could say it's paved, but there's so much Ish. dirt. Right. It's, yeah. it's not exactly an improved road. And so, I mean, yeah, it kind of feels like you're walking through this old saloon town. And so we would intentionally go out to the to the bridge because we were like, ah, oh, this bridge has totally got to be haunted. Mm-hmm. But understand that there really aren't any accountings of it being haunted. When you look up Indiana's most haunted places, there are plenty of covered bridges that allege to be haunted, whether it's Edna Collins, Crybaby Bridge, all these bridges that mm-hmm. say that they're haunted. Bridgeton Bridge is not one of them. Mm-hmm. So... We would go out there, and it's very quiet out there, other than you've got, if the creek, Big Raccoon Creek, is uh, high enough, you've got the water rolling over the dam. Um, but other than that, it's quiet. There is a, if you want to call it a highway, that runs right there. It's a glorified... Oh, that thing? Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a busier country road, but at night, when... Bridge Festival is not happening. There's no cards. No yeah. cars that run through there. Yeah. So we would go onto the bridge. And it would be very quiet. And we would try to listen for anything. Every time we would be on that bridge, we would hear horse hooves. I mean, tearing across the bridge. Just at a gallop. Very quick horses. With This is silly, but like multiple horses with or without a cart. Multiple horses, and you would hear the da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. Like wheels? Yes. Okay. Hitting, because, you know, there are certain places where there are cross sections. Yeah. yeah. But you would hear the da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. And it would, 
because it, the challenge was always who could make it across the bridge because it's a it's a fairly it's long bridge long, yeah. mm-hmm. um who could make it across the bridge without freaking out and running yeah. back none of us i don't know if we ever made it across the bridge because we would be certain that something was coming at us i mean just at full gate and take off back which the bridge does always say cross and walk we did not <laughs> we were running back because we were certain there were horses coming at us yeah. um i mean it's not like i ever heard the neighs or anything like that but the clip clop and the sound of a cart going through every time that we were on this bridge i feel like i don't know if this needs to be said but it, even though it's the midwest it's indiana whatever there, like, there's Amish people around, so to hear a horse in a cart is not necessarily anything like outlandish. Like, it could very well be a horse in a cart coming at you. So. Um, other than they've got the the brick uh, barricades at either end, so you couldn't really. That's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I I mean, I suppose if you were just on like Ichabod Crane, you know, headless yeah. horseman style. Horse, yeah, but I guess yeah. it's 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 possible to hear that or like instead of we were walking the streets of new york and heard a horse and cart coming like that would be something weird and you would never expect that but you could be like oh shoot there's actual horses coming yeah but i mean every time that's what we would hear and what i found really interesting was that i started to kind of research this just this evening because again there was there's never been a time that i have believed that it was a common ghost story for Indiana, for the Wabash Valley, to say that this is this is a haunted bridge. There, there's a common haunting at this bridge. And so when I started looking this up this evening, just putting good old Google, Park County or Bridgeton Bridge, mm-hmm. Indiana haunted. Uh, and I came across this. Then there's the 245 foot scarlet double spanned Bridgeton Bridge. So 245 feet, fairly yeah, considerably large. Pretty long. Yeah. yeah, which crosses a cascading falls and connects to the small town of Bridgeton, where an old gristmill, still in operation, sits on the banks of the Raccoon Creek. It was back in the early 1900s when a horse crossing the bridge startled and taking off careened the buggy it was pulling into the side of the bridge, killing a young woman. Now one of several ghosts whose presence are said to haunt the bridge. Never in my life have I heard this. Right. Never. Oh, no, it gets better. I'm not done. Oh, okay. Well, Right. (laughs) And then so on Bridgeton, Indiana's own website for the woman who she actually has written like the history of the Bridgeton Bridge. Uh, I've got it right here. Her name is, I want to give credit where credit's due, uh, Marilyn Payton, Marilyn Mitchell Payton. She wrote kind of the history of Bridgeton, and she writes that the covered bridge, after 99 years of faithful service, was retired in 1967 when the concrete bridge was built, which is the concrete road that goes to the side of the bridge. Mm-hmm. So you can see what I'm doing there. Uh, but it still serves as the gateway to Bridgeton. In the early days, cross this bridge at a walk was painted on both ends of the bridge. This was so the rhythmic trotting of the horses wouldn't damage it. If you listen closely, you just might hear the clippity-clop of the horses' hooves from bygone days still echoing through the bridge. What? So, I didn't... What? 
<laughs> and this is something you had never heard. Never of. in my well, life. Ten years old, not to. Play. I was gonna say not to not to age you here. This would but... have been ninety seven, y'all. We were not on Google. Right. Ask right. Jeeves at best. Oh right. my gosh! You get Cha Cha. Hey Cha Cha. <laughs> right. I mean, gosh, I don't even think we had a. Like, I think I was still doing word processor in those days. This was not a thing. You probably didn't get a home computer to, what, 2000? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, to make sure that I was not misremembering this, I called Brian and without any prompting asked him, hey, when we went to Bridgeton and we were always so sure that the bridge was haunted, what was it that scared us? And he said, I mean, what he said was the, the horses. Mm -hmm. And he thought that maybe we had heard shouting in the bridge also. He said whether it was maybe we had heard like soldiers shouting or something but we heard shouting in the bridge and horses yeah and so i am shook i did not huh. i didn't know but yeah so there you go bridge and bridge maybe there's something there but and to think that you know a lot of people probably don't think to visit that bridge outside of the bridge festival right and i feel like you would probably have to do digging to even find any of that history about that because if you look up Bridged and Bridge you're probably gonna have to sift through pages and pages of Covered Bridge Festival. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know family fun. Apparently yeah. that you know the three story building that's right across from the the mill. Yeah, the like, brick one. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. One of the oldest Masonic lodges. It's uh, the Masonic Moon Lodge. It's one of the few left standing in the country. Oh. Had no idea. And there are all kinds of things there that I didn't know. Uh, just really interesting, what? You know, we strange come history. So much in our research. Like, we always find these weird nuggets. It's like the oldest, the only, yeah, the one the of a short, kind. The shortest bridge. Like, like, why do we, why is it so centralized here? What's going on in I Indiana? I feel like Indiana is like teeming with all of this weird stuff. And I'm sure every state has has their own slew of things well, but i don't know and that's what i want to call bs i'm like we say it's the oldest the shortest the most unique it's like does every town have that does every weird state like pick a little town that's like oh we're the only ones are you are, are you, you really? looking at every <laughs> single town in the U.S.? No, I did find something else that I thought you would find interesting. What? There was an episode that you did on um, a railroad. What, the, was it Hell's Gates where you couldn't find a train wreck? Correct. Oh, yes. yes. That was it. Yeah, because the train goes over the top. Did well, you? Okay, we're going to have you. on to your <laughs> horses. Your horses. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So, it was a great day because... Correct me if I'm wrong. Hell's Gate's not very far from Bridgeton. No. No. It's... I mean, I would say 20, 30 minutes, maybe. maybe. Okay. Maybe. To give you an idea, from where I live to Bridgeton is seven minutes if you drive it right. Are you serious? I guess it's, that's true. If you look at Time it... Time is an illusion. Big Distance circle. isn't real. Like, right. I mean, as I the... Guess as the crow flies, it's yeah. it's very very close. I, it, okay, I don't maybe, know if you got the googs on you to see how okay, close those uh, two maybe are. Maybe like fifteen minutes or so. So as you're 10, reading 15. that, it was a great day for Bridgeton when the railroad came in 1891. Mm -hmm. What year were you looking for this train crash? Just mm -hmm. any time, any time, because the bridge does say 1891 on it, but okay. I couldn't. Unfortunately, the various railway companies who acquired it were never quite able to overcome the financial and management difficulties that beset it from the start. The Central Indiana Midland operated with second-hand locomotives, and the tracks were not well-maintained. Trains were often late, and there were many wrecks. Now, okay, 
I swear, guys, I was never great in school at, like, researching and things like that. But how the heck did you find that? I Marilyn Mitchell Payton. It's in her book uh, that can be bought at the Bridgeton Mill. Go see them. They're wonderful people and they're flower. Shop local. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that, hey, isn't it like small business? Oh, it was small, small business. business Saturday. Saturday. It should be yeah, small yeah. business every day. Y'all, okay, I, that's my little aside here is I can't stand people who this past weekend were like small business Saturday small business Sunday and like now that it's Monday you're all like mm, whatever Listen, like you're just gonna forget about it. two just like, days shipping I mean, oh my gosh <laughs> but I will still keep caring I carrying. spook light to which I did spook light because it's Roughly the same. Right, right. Ten minutes. Nine, nine to ten minutes. And what's I the miles though? Oh, hate this oh, planet. Oh, oh. I don't it understand. Is. Four, four and a half five. miles. Absolutely. Oh That's it. Yeah. So it's the story of Bridgeton by Marilyn Mitchell Payton, and she's the town historian. And there's a museum, the Bridgeton Museum, located in the Mitchell House in Bridgeton. So maybe there's more information about them there, or at the very least, maybe she knows. But. Just saying, you may need to go back on that historical accuracy. I okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's a foolish now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what's crazy to me is as long as we've lived here and know a thing or two about the area. I mean, like I'm like a glorified tour guide for Terre Haute, which is sad. I don't right. even know what. That's, <laughs> yeah, feel so bad about. Are, that. are we proud of this? Or I don't. <laughs> just, it's a shame. It's a it's, it's a shame. Um, I, I, these are things I did not know. I just I, it never never occurred to me. No. So, there you have it. Bridgeton Bridge. Haunted? Wow. Well, now you guys have to... Check it out. I want to hear you guys rate it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, that's true. So, we gotta... Because we did get a little history, so... Yes. Well, <sighs> there are actual documented tragedies there. Mm-hmm. People dying. And you said you said that they their cart, these people... The bridge gave way with people crossing them with one with cows, which happen to have hooves, as horses do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Why. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so yeah, let's try to rate it. I guess. Do you? I'll abstain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Switzerland every time. So what's so first is uh, historical accuracy. Uh huh. Dang. Um, I, okay. Yeah. I mean, with what we have to go off of, I think I... Okay. Don't do the cop out. Don't no, do I'm it. not. I'm not. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, four. five. Okay. okay. I was going to... Okay. I, I want to give it a five because we only just got a snippet. You That's know? true. So. That's true. But the snippet that we got... Pretty good. Four and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward it's hey here's the bridge burned down people died or yeah no, burned down people died collapsed, collapsed several collapsed. times <laughs> well the mill burned down so maybe you guys had maybe there's more at the mill maybe you got to go check yeah. out the but, mill but they also burnt the bridge the kids yes burnt the bridge. in 2005 but that wasn't yeah. that didn't result in any deaths it was just hooligans no that guy's in a state sanitarium though oh yikes. Oh. not fit to stand trial what? i mean yikes but uh, i have conflict okay yeah mm-hmm. weird stuff um, well, there's that. So four and a half, four to five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Next would be um, scare level, which I don't think maybe we should hold off because maybe we'll look into it one day. I don't yeah, know. scare level we is can't. to be determined. Yeah, we can't give it a scare level rating just because. Interested we... in EVP out there to see if the EVP picks up horses. Yeah, I know true. what I heard with my own two ears, but I was like, 
ten. So right, that's the right. other thing. I think of a lot of stuff that we could have talked about from childhood things, but I'm like, is it real or is it just my weird child brain making things this up? Is, you know. So. Mm, but yeah, let's say uh, scare level is to be determined. Yeah, might be a visit. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done a bridge since Edna, I think. So no, we that was our only bridge. Yeah. Hmm. In a minute. I know, being the cover bridge capital of the world, like we gotta get it together. Um, believability is the next one. Okay. I just snap judgment here. I'm doing it. Yeah, sure. All right. Three, two, one, four. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, it's, I mean, this one's a little hard because we're only going on secondhand story here, but to me, I mean, two kids. Who, Brian's two years older than you, so yeah. 10 and 12 are it's in that range. Um, mm-hmm. Active imaginations, yes, but also grounded imaginations. Well, yes. Brian, more so than me. I mean, Brian's pretty... Uh, he's a pretty sober person. I was going to say dry. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dry. If you were listening, Brian, you're not. You're, you're very, yeah, grounded. Is you know probably. what? Throw out the insults. If he calls you on it, you know he's a listener. If he yeah. doesn't... Brian, you're dry as heck. <laughs> era. So. <laughs> um, no, I think... And not, like, dismissing other people's stories, but I feel like you can judge people better when you know them better. So, like, how we say, if we're going to use a Ouija board, who am I going to trust more than you? I'd also use one with you. I'd use one with Brian. Like, I feel like our family, I'd be more inclined to... We know believe them when they tell me something, especially when it comes to the supernatural. We've so. all been kind of serious about this from like too young of an age. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, why? Man, why? We were destined we, to end when up we have in that this seance. <laughs> I think we've mentioned it in one of our bios. Like we had a seance for Graham with the moose ring. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like we couldn't have been more than like six or seven. You had to have been because if it that... would have been before they moved to Florida. Yeah, we were younger. Yeah. We've been doing this a while. Ashley and Randy were here. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I said. It would have been before they moved to Florida and they moved. Yeah, no, that would have been. Okay, look, no, I can kind of date this. When did Casey and JoJo's All My Life come out? What? I can find out. Because that was popping at the time. Oh my gosh, it's still popping now. (laughs) You're in airplane mode. No, I'm not actually anymore. I know, right? Uh, Uh, No, that is a a movie coming out in 2020 now. I realize. Uh, What? No, stop it. You hush. 90, it was recorded in 96, released in 98. So So we we were were seven. Seven. Well, Math. okay. What depends month? on what time of the year. January. Okay, so six. Barely. Okay. Yeah. So we were right. Yeah. So we've been doing this, you know, three quarters of our life, essentially. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> we digress a lot. I don't even know how we got here. Right. I think we were just saying, like, even though we're just going on doing a story. story. Um, <laughs> That's how we got here. Yeah. I'm inclined to believe it and believe the accuracy, even if they were just 10 and 12, um, because I just know how our family Well, and is. knowing the other party that was involved, they were not exactly, like, prone no. to flights of fancy. Yeah. I don't know. That's... I believe it. I believe it. So... Yeah, there's that. It makes me want to check it out now. And it, we've we've never done this before where we've actually gone 
to the library, I think, and actually looked at <laughs> books and stuff. We're just we, we always rely on Google to give us our answers, and maybe we need to delve a little Find bit some further. Yeah. yeah. So if we go well, and check out that. And you can't ever discount the local lore, going and finding these local people uh, yeah. who've been yeah. there forever. Right. And, I mean, it served us well in Okie Pinoki. Yeah. That's something, true. Something to consider. I guess we have to ugh, socialize. I don't know. <laughs> Gross. I feel like that's frowned upon right now. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Oh, Zoom. yikes. Arrange a Zoom chat. Stand in the, their yard. Listen, we got, hey. some, we got some vaccines in the work, y'all. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so last, uh, I, oh, overall math uh, I'm going to get to be seen. Yeah, gonna, that's also going to be yeah, to be determined. Yeah, cuz give it a scare level cuz yeah. yeah. I mean hearing it I'm just like Ugh. but I didn't <laughs> I can't give it a rating so. Yeah. But I think it was a good story. <laughs> it was. Thanks. Good yes. stuff. And you even came with history. Look at you coming prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Overachiever, I swear. Story of my life. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. That's that's listener episode number two. We did it. We made it. Yay. Uh, we actually have a couple new donors. Yeah. So we didn't forget about you guys. We've decided we're just going to wait till the first of the month. We're, we figure we'll dedicate the whole, the first of the month to our listeners. Yes. So that includes our Patreon donors, your stories, things like that. So we have two Patreon donors. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like we didn't uh, verify with you guys to do last names. I won't. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So. Uh, the first one was Kelsey. Kelsey. Case. One yeah. of them came first. The problem is they're both <laughs> case. Uh, we'll say Kelsey. Kelsey, uh, whom we who we've known. Oh my God. How long? How old are we? Yeah, <laughs> essentially our whole freaking lives. Um, so hey, what's up? Two and a half you. decades. <laughs> Pretty much. So. And your story about listening to us and the spooky things that happen to you while you're listening. Uh, sorry, not our fault. We are not. We <laughs> don't uh, take claim to anything that happens to you while you're listening to our podcast. That's yeah. Whatever happens is on you. So right. So thank you. And then the second is uh, Casey. Casey. Yes. Who is very generous and she's giving out her top tiers, so God bless you. Yeah, so. we've known Casey for a little bit. We went to we all went to school together. I, I knew Casey more in college than you did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't so. live on campus. It was a I also uh, owe half of what you do. I don't so. want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I hate it. Cancel student debt. Anyway, not to get political again. I every episode <laughs> it is no secret where I stand everybody like I don't care I have my it's the first amendment freedom of speech you can say what you want grandpa god oh. <laughs> Thanksgiving was fun everyone right. <laughs> just as we predicted um, hey yeah that, that uh, disclaimer we said tune out your potentially distasteful family members yeah <laughs> we were there he won't I don't think. I don't think no. he's gonna listen. He's not gonna. God. Okay, he's not gonna. No. Listen. Nobody tell my grandpa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did or I do? I uh, yeah yeah that'll be a fun one. Oh man. Okay, I think that's it. Okay, thank <laughs> um, you guys. Yeah, I keep. Is there anything else? Are we done? No. Uh, just keep submitting your stories. Uh, yeah, we're gonna try for the first of 
every month to do our listener story. And if you want to actually come sit with us, if you're cool with the not social distancing, sorry. Yeah, I mean, we're fine. We, right, we're we working from home now, majority, I guess. You've yeah, got... I still work in food service. Whatever, it doesn't you matter. <laughs> you can either send us your story and we'll definitely read them on air and share it with our other listeners, or you can come join us and record like Brianna and Cody have so far. It's been a grot, Tim. When we went chick a crit. When we went chick a crit. Lots of avamaco. On the vase. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Brianna, for joining us last Thank time. you. Thanks. <laughs> it was All so much right. fun. Okay, well, bye. Bye. Oh, one time. <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Or So They Say Pod. Visit us at our website, OrSoTheySayPod.com, where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, Please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money, and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts. And of course, thanks for listening. Thanks.